I lost my father while we were on a father-son fishing trip. He fell overboard and was never seen again. I was just a kid at the time, but I remember it as though it was yesterday. I loved those old fishing days. I'd come home from school on a Friday afternoon and dear dad would be starting up his old seagull outboard, the sound of which told me that the weekend was about to be filled with fishing expeditions along the mudflats of Jacob's Well. A test run was always done on our driveway inside a barrel half filled with water. The engine slowly burbled into life until Dad got it to idle. He then revved it up high as it could go. Plumes of blue smoke filled our space and floated across the neighbourhood for everyone to see and smell. They knew about Dad's plans. How could they not? That familiar two-stroke stink signified the seagull was alive and ready for business. For us, it meant two days of fishing, crabbing and camping. These are the days I remember best. They are hard to forget. Each time I draw in the exhaust of any two-stroke engine today, my mind jumps back to those special times with my dad. Of course, that old seagull was reliably unreliable. A test run in our driveway never helped. What happened on land was contrary to what went on the water. Sometimes it had run with few issues, and then it had refused to work at all. There was never a pattern to its misbehaviour. It would get us out to our fishing spot, but stop, and then fail to start again. We'd be stuck miles away. Dad would have to row us all the way back home, cursing almost all the way back. He was always so pissed off. Dad must have pulled on that knotted cord a hundred times before deciding it was better to row. He wrapped the tatty thing around the motor's flywheel and then give it some mighty yanks, swearing each time the seagull didn't fire. Do you know what it's like to have the knotted end of a starter rope whipped by your head over and over again? He always apologised if my face got busted. So, while I bled out, he picked up the oars and began to row. If his anger settled, I'd listen to stories about how he and his father used to fish these parts using the same seagull outboard on the stern of Grandad's old boat. According to Dad, in those days, the fish practically jumped into the boat. They wanted to be caught, he said. Well, back in those days, I bet the engine worked a whole lot better. It was newer. I experienced the gasping geriatric version that should have died and been buried at sea a long time ago. He'd suddenly think of something in mid-stroke, lift the oars from the water, tip the wretched motor up from the waterline and go through yet another inspection routine like it'd make some kind of difference. With a half-smoked fag stuck to the side of his bottom lip, he'd speak in part mumble and part filth. He'd remove the spark plug, blow some air through the gap at its end and then put it back. That motor wasn't going to get the better of him, no matter what. 25 to 1 ratio, boy. It's an old motor. That's what keeps things like this reliable and working. Working? When was it ever reliable? The motor always got the better of him. Okay, let's try this again, he'd say to himself, lowering the prop back into the water. Where's that rope, boy? I learned to duck after I handed it to him. There were two things I figured out real quick. How hard that rope would be pulled after each failed attempt and where the least dangerous place in our small boat would be to sit. It never guaranteed any safety. 
and the vitriol was the same no matter where I was. I don't know why he didn't get a new motor. He had the money to buy one. I could have asked, but he was never in the mood for his boy child to speak out of turn. It was all about the memory of his dad, the fishing days of old, and that dumb seagull motor. One day, I'd had enough of that stupid motor, the knotted rope, his stories, and his aggressive attitude. While he was leaning over the engine and checking its spark plug, I rose and hit him over the head with the boat's anchor. I pushed his limp body over the side of the boat and used that shabby starter cord to tie the old seagull to his neck. I watched both of them go down and disappear into the muddy murkiness. That motor finally did something useful for a change. There were no more Friday smoking ceremonies in our driveway. No more injuries on the water. No more foul language and definitely no more listening to better times from his past. It became a much quieter day on the water. I rode myself home and told my mother that he went out for ice cream. She winked, and we never said anything more about it. When I smell two-stroke exhaust today, I smile. I smile. So does my mother. So does my mother. So does my mother. So does my mother. This has been Adult Secrets, Truths and Horrors by Michael Foreman.